Hey, group chat, I know y'all see my text. There's tea to be spilled. Each week, we're bringing you our unfiltered take on culture, news, dating, and our lives as Black millennial women. We're coming to y'all with the honesty and eye rolls that only a text chain with your girls can. This is Black Girls Texting with Chelsea, Glenn, and Shade. So we're just going to keep them going. Am I just chopped liver? Did I not just say your name? You said Glenn and Sade here. Oh, my God. Sorry. Glenn, (laughs) Chelsea, and Sade here. In my brain, it's like I'm already here, obviously. So then I was just, yeah, okay, I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm a mother, okay? I'm a mother today. (laughs) Oh, my God. I have mom brain. I have mom brain, so I sincerely apologize. Chelsea Pinky's obviously here. I think those Maybe. are um, the Bottega dupes, but we can get into oh, that Oh, they're later. the Bottegas? Right, 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 right. How she just played me. They from me with lunch. I mean, if you want to just drop $1,000 on earrings, yeah. that's your business. But anyways, as I was saying, we ran into a listener. We'll talk more about that. And they said they love when it's just us. So you're going to get lots of just us. And we're going to get into it. Not your me- market research is one listener. <laughs> yeah, that's enough. That's that will suffice. <laughs> On red or reply. Um, so I'm still watching Love Island. Um, I just got. I know listeners, the show's over, but not for me. Um, even though I know what happens. Whitney, I was shocked by her behavior. Oh, in what way? Her fight with Ella? Mm. I was like, clearly you're upset that they called you smug, but you also said that they're the most attention-seeking couple, so like, you can't take it that personally. She's like, if I'm your best mate in the house, how are you going to call me smug and call me out in a challenge? Da-da-da-da. I'm like, but you did the exact same thing. And then I got some insider scoop because I posted on our Instagram. I've been posting my... TV watching experience and someone was like yeah it was total bullshit and actually there was this whole I don't know how she knew this but she was saying that Whitney and Kat always took the longest to get dressed so they always showered first like they took Mm -hmm. the longest to get ready and so for her to flip out on Ella as if she always showered first was just not true out of pocket Mm. yeah and it, it really it kind of reminded me of Obviously, everyone's human, right? You handle conflicts incorrectly sometimes and, like, look back and you're like, mm, I could have handled that a lot better. But, like, I don't know. When, like, you get into a fight and then it's just like, yeah, and you always do this and you always do that. I'm like, damn, were you thinking that the whole time? That, and that's what mm-hmm. Ella said, too. She's like, mm-hmm. well, and that's, we're not friends. Right, like you've been bad minding me the whole this whole time. So I was shocked and saddened by that. Um but yeah, I'm watching the show. I have opinions on all the people. Mitch is a bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Messy Mitch the bitch. Messy Mitch. What do you think about Sammy? So initially I did not like Sammy and Sammy's growing on me to be honest. He's growing on me. He wanted to play around. He had a lot of tests 
And I think it seems he, yeah, it seems he's really into Jess now, and he's putting all his eggs in that basket. I guess probably there's no more bombshells coming. I assume, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I I have grown to like Sammy. He's funny. Yeah. I don't trust him. I don't trust him. Still, I mean, I think what he's episode just, are you on, Glenn? I've, I'm done. I finished today. Oh right, right, finally, right, 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 right. I made it to the end, but I just, I don't like the way he moved. He didn't need those tests. He just wanted to like have a good time, and he knew she was just gonna be sitting there waiting for him. And then once he got all that shit out of his system, he was like, "All right, let me go get with the girl that I know is gonna ride for me," which I think is whack. I also agree it's whack, like in a real world context. Mm-hmm. And I do think on the show, it's like we feel like they're in these relationships and they've like only known each other for two weeks. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, So like to close yourself off to someone who, someone else who comes in who actually could potential, potentially be like a better match. I don't really see anything wrong with that in the context of the show. He was picking some really random people though. I'm like, what? He was very child. (laughs) Yeah. Just that's what he gave. Yeah, I wasn't mad at him, but I see why people were not feeling him. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm I'm at this point in the show, at least I'm a huge fan of Ella. Like, I think she's very good at communicating. And I kind of admire how she's just like, okay, this bothered me. I'm going to tell you. But like, she does it like with love. Like, she's not Mm -hmm. mean about it. Mm -hmm. No, I agree. Um, Yeah. So I really like her. Um, and yeah, the show is, I'm entertained. It um, took a while, right? We talked about that. It took a while for it to pick up. It was a slow burn. It's a slow, slow burn. burner. Slow burn. Yeah, well, hopefully but, we'll ugh, be done by the next time we talk. Yes. And we can talk about um, more. Yeah. And then I guess I'll stay on my TV thing and ca- I'm not, unless something else comes up, but this is a solo, so whatever, tangential. Um, beef. I watched that, and it was so good. Yeah, it's amazing. I'm like, you watched it, right, like, Shadi? Is there a new season? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I'm late. I, honestly, so obviously, guys, I'm in L.A., and we had a hurricane. It was actually just one day of rain. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, like, wasn't a big deal at all. But I did experience my first earthquake mm. um, in California, and my fiance was in the shower and I was in the living room and it felt like people were like throwing bowling balls above us. Oh, shit. And I was like, what is going on? Oh. And then my phone started like squealing because it was like earthquake warning, cover your head. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is an earthquake. So I'm like yelling out to him and he's like, what? And I'm like did you not feel that? And he was like, what are you talking about? And then I, he came out and I was like, there was a fucking earthquake. And he said he didn't feel anything. <laughs> My friend was in o- Ohio and he oh, said his house felt there. like it was like collapsing. It looked but like did anything intense, like fall? But everything was fine. Like trees fell down, yeah. but like they were fine. Oh, because it was closest yeah, over there, right? Yeah, that, I think yeah. that's where it was. Crazy. Which is wild that like something there i could feel because like the aftershocks all the way two hours for me yeah Yeah. in la yeah 
I can go. I guess I have. This is just super random. I, I, I'm not comp- very passionate about this, but Hot Off the Press Fresh and Fit podcast is probably officially coming to a close, period. They've been officially Sorry, demonetized by YouTube. And um, who is that? I, the people that say awful, people. disgusting things about black women, those two guys. Oh, the what one who looks kind of like Habisha? Right. Yes. He mm-hmm. seems to have gotten mm-hmm. a hair transplant. It's hilarious. I'm sure. <laughs> um, apparently, also, the place where they record doesn't want them to record there anymore. And they're like, I don't know why anybody would do this to us. We're literally helping people. You guys message us every day that you almost wanted to, like, you know, we saved your life. Your girlfriend is making you sandwiches now. I said, what? <laughs> helping incels. Literally. It's crazy. It's hilarious, actually. If you, <laughs> well, maybe we'll insert like, the clip. This is the most dramatic <laughs> walk off. Yeah, insert clip. It is hilarious. Um, so oh, yeah, they goodbye were the to them and good riddance. Wasn't there a big scandal with them last year? Yeah, like they're, they're always just saying problematic shit. Like, oh, nobody wants a dark skinned girl. Yes, like they said something like that. Yeah. yeah, but it was like a whole big thing. Okay, they kept they kept mm-hmm. having moments last year. It was like back to back to back shit. I didn't yeah. even realize that they still. That's existed. how they became big. Yeah. Um. So bye mm-mm, to those hoes. Um. <laughs> I'm also going to reply to this article in the Times that was about um, like women in hip hop and women in hip hop are like saving rap as a genre kind of the article Mm. makes the argument so um i'm just gonna read a couple like sections from it the subheadline is um as their male counterparts turn depressive and paranoid it's the women who are having all the fun like american men in general our top male rappers appear to be in crisis overwhelmed confused struggling to embody so many contradictory ideals as a result the art is suffering too If the music were any more existentially morose or stylistically comatose, mainstream hip-hop made by men might be headed the way of hair metal or disco. The narcoticized indolence is everywhere. The the recounting Mm. of opioid abuse is so blasé, the perks, zans, and oxys, that these pillbox litanies leave you wondering if the Sackler family sponsored a wing in the rap museum. And (laughs) then there's the sense of the foreshortened future that's baked into the genre, but has been amplified as gangster rap branched off into trap, drill, and other grittier subgenres. Uh, I'll keep going. Many of the male rappers are documenting social strife and commenting on the violence that comes with being young, black, and famous. This thread can be moving and also heartbreaking. When listening to these songs, it's impossible not to ache for their makers, but to be afraid right along with them. Um, so it kind of just goes on to make that point and to say that like women in rap are keeping things light, fun, flashy, braggadocious, like all the elements that we've become used to in hip hop. I do think it's important to ha- like for people to have a vehicle to express like real feelings and emotions and like that you know that that definitely has a place in music. Um but it is interesting if when you look at w- like the music that people want to listen to the most, the shit that's going to get people dancing and excited and having a good time when it comes to hip hop, it's like women and only a few yeah. years ago, we didn't even imagine that there would be that women women would be at the top of their game in hip hop. We still were just like, it's Nicki, it's and then beyond that, it's Foxy 
and Kim, and now we have so many women in hip-hop that are um, exciting. And I'm not going to even front. I was tempted to not engage in, like, the sexy red hype of it all. But I listened to the album, and it actually fucking slaps. So if you haven't listened to oh. Hood's Hottest Princess, it's really good. Okay, go ahead, Chelsea. I why? do not endorse that. It's disgusting. I, d- I didn't listen to the full album. But what I have heard of Sexy Red, okay, if you're uh, 18 or older, your ears can do whatever they want. But I don't want, I don't want girls listening to no Sexy Red. And I heard Are she's coming out with a lip. Are young girls listening to Sexy Red? Of course. Yeah, they mm. I think she went to a school. Just like you were. Like to visit a school. And she went to a school because she was giving out a scholarship. Yeah, she's also. But they know who she tell is. Tell me if this is incorrect, but what I heard, yeah, of course they know who she. Yeah, they know who she is. She's coming out with a lip gloss line, and the clear is called, come. The mm. the the names of all the stuff are crazy. Apparently, she has a, like a, a shade called chlamydia. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. She also yeah. went on an interview to say, that she is the queen of raw dogging. Oh yeah. Oh. In a world where you know pregnancy disease yep. people are really impressionable i'm a sexy red fan if she's raw dogging then i can raw dog and yes men have been saying it for years but i also don't think that that is an excuse now for a woman to be promoting that no i totally hear you and that's why i think i was hesitant mm. to really like engage in the music and i have this group chat with a couple of like my white gay male friends and they go up for her so much and Part of me was kind of like, why y'all going yeah, up for this? Cringy. Like, I feel, I feel conflicted about this, and like, she, I, she and I identify the same way. Like, you are on the outside looking in and can like, kind of like, laugh. And you're entertained if, by this. Yeah, you know what I mean. However, then when I did listen to the music, I actually liked it, and I think that they actually were like, no, the music, like the music's actually good. Um, I think a lot of the things she does are for shock value, but. There are songs on the album that are, like, genuinely, like, well-produced. Um, but I, I hear you. Like, I do have complicated feelings about her as an artist. Again, I think a lot of it's for show. There's performance. There's shock value. I think she's having mm-hmm. fun. I think she's trolling sometimes. But there are people that are going to take it seriously. Um, and then it could be detrimental. Yeah. But is that her responsibility I mean that you could say that like with any artist that's going out and right. you know I feel like that's the age old argument is that their responsibility but I do think the black community is already struggling with so many things why put more poison into it mm-hmm. Like I think you can be fun like I'm twerking da 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 but then I think it crosses a line when you're making lip gloss that <laughs> little girls are going to buy come and chlamydia and you're saying you don't like condoms you're the raw dog queen i think that's a little you're you're going far i mean having mm. a line of lip gloss with that name is just like dumb that's just dumb well because no, people to, don't buy it to glenn's point i feel like she does do things for shock value and like that's kind of like her her brand and so while yes like she is a rapper, I feel like she's like a character. Right. Like it goes beyond her just being like, oh, I just want to rap. Like it's like this whole big thing. So I'm like, oh yeah, like if she toned it down, but like that just isn't her whole 
Like her whole thing is that it's so crazy. Like my other thought is like, is she a character? Or is she a representation of like a real like it that's a real person that is like that? I think it's a little bit of both. I think she like I mean, I don't know her obviously, but I yeah. think she like has had some wild experiences and kind of takes it and hams it up. Like, mm-hmm. did you guys mm-hmm. see she did that interview with that? I can't, I don't, can't remember the man's name, but he always does these like awkward interviews where he oh, like yeah. says strange things. Yeah. To Marco. Oh. And Funny she's Marco. like, oh, hold on. She was like, my nigga calling me and it's a man in prison. <laughs> and then she's like, hold on, it's my other nigga and it's another man in prison. And he's like terrified. But I don't know if that's a character. Like, you know, people like that exist, right? No, maybe not in our circles. No, I know she's dead ass serious. And like this Mm -hmm. is dead ass a part of her life. And I feel like she hams it up in the the lyrics and like the way she just is like, like she gets on stage when she's doing her sound check and her bonnet and her nightgown because she's just (laughs) like, fuck it, whatever. We're just going to. And I I feel like there's something like partially liberating about that. But I, I do understand your concern and like what's happening in the community. I'm just like, oh, like, yes. We should be good. But then I love that there's, like, that side of the spectrum. Like, maybe she just needs to have, like, hard lines on, like, where her stuff is played. I don't know. Maybe right. it's that. It kind of reminds me of Zeus. Like, I mm. can watch Jocelyn's Cabaret yes. with another black person. Now, why did you think that accent, In my life. Huh? No, the accent. What did I say? Jocelyn's Cabaret. Oh. Because <laughs> that's how you say it. Um, but would I ever watch that with a white person or would I ever want a white person to access it? Like, I actually think that that channel or streaming platform should have a scanning device where they have to determine whether or not you are a person of color and you are allowed to watch that. Because the fact that white people have access to those stripper ladies punching each other and exposing breasts and just behaving in that way freaks me out. <laughs> she, she's at a loss for words. <laughs> I'm at a loss for words. Like, I can be entertained by it because I understand not all black people are like that. And, like, mm-hmm. I can, you know, contextualize things. But, like, I don't know. I, I, and then I, know I also feel like when I watch it. politics, it's a lot of Exactly. Stuff. I think about that. And I also think about the fact that when watching Jocelyn's Cabaret, Jocelyn's Cabaret, People are like aware of the fact that they're on TV, so they're doing the most. And people will embarrass themselves on TV, no matter who they are, for attention. But I, I know what you mean, though. And I, and I felt the same way when like I had some white friends telling me that they love Sexy Red. Like I had that same kind of like, ooh, um, like where is this coming from? Like wh- where? It's more like where is your intrigue in this coming from? If you're standing it as well, um, right? Why you don't but, like common? <laughs> Not, he's I not mean, the best example of a good person. I, I don't listen saying, to comment like, either. I'd rather listen like, to the sexy red. <laughs> yeah, but we black. We are allowed to dibble and dabble in the ratchet. Um, why mm-hmm. are white people doing it? Like, why do you want to see us represented in that way? Why does mm. that entertain you? Like that sort of cooning and buffooning. Mm. Mm. That mm-hmm. kind of freaks me out. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna hop off of both the things you said when Glenn finishes her. Well, yeah, Wait, can I, mean, I say I'm one thing real there. quick? Yeah, go ahead. Because you were talking about the um, the article in the New York Times, mm-hmm. and that reminded me of something that I actually saved, so I'll just bring it up now. 
um, R29 Unbothered, they were talking about that Netflix special. Have you seen oh, the Netflix yeah. special about the female rappers? Mm-hmm. Yes, but they, like, left mad people out. Um, well, they said the backlash, apparently there's backlash to the Netflix special. And the mm-hmm. title reads, the, backla- the backlash to the Netflix doc, Ladies, first, proves Massage Noir is alive and well in hip-hop. Um, it goes on to say, as usual, black women are and have always blazed a trail in hip-hop, but as creators of the culture, black women, some black women, what? As creators of the culture, this is a typo. Black women, someone still don't need to get <laughs> recognized, deserve. What the fuck? They need a, um, an editor on this website. But um, the backlash to Netflix documentary Ladies First, a story of women in hip hop is not surprising, but it is disappointing. It goes without saying that Ladies First, a story of women in hip hop is reflecting what black women in hip hop are experiencing today and what they have always experienced. The ability to love and champion a culture that doesn't always love us back, even though without women, the culture wouldn't even exist. We as black folks are trying to be in this space of black joy and trying to celebrate and not always bring the pain and the trauma. So kind of what you were saying, Glenn. Right. Um, Dream Hampton says to Unbothered. But the erasure of that is what keeps it stunted. But also, why do black women have to just talk about twerking an ass? Yeah, I mean, mean we have other shit we deal with, right? Yeah, but if it's like music that's like joyous for the club to go out, and we're not saying that that's all that rap has to be, right? But if it is that, typically, like that's what you would turn up to. And even Glenn, there's a doesn't sexy red have a a song called like my sexy walk, and you were like, this is a song to boost your confidence. Yes, 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 yes. I'm, I'm She's gonna like, this is empowering. <laughs> I'm gonna listen to the album. Give it a listen. On my headphones. Yeah. <laughs> I listened to it at the gym and I was like, ooh. But then I was like doing my squats and I was like, okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it gets you. It gets you. You know, there are definitely moments that make you like go like, oh, like I definitely I clutch, clutch my own pearls a little Clutching bit. Clutching my pearls. Pearls, yes. But um it's it's yeah. fun. But yeah. I don't know. It's interesting in that article how they said like if rap kept being going in the gener- the, the direction that it's going in now based on like the men in hip hop that are very popular that we could see hip hop's demise like that's crazy to me that it would start to just be like I don't know. Like I think I heard that um uh the pink tape what's the boy's name uh mm-hmm. called the pink tape um what's his name? Are you talking about not the pink tape, no. That's Nikki. I was like, Nikki Minaj album? was coming Yeah, out? I was like... The pink album, Lil Uzi, I think it's called, like, the pink album. Did oh. I make that up? I don't Child, know. If it's I wouldn't know. Um, between the pink I'll album, if I'm not incorrect, hold on, I'm about to tell you right now. Pink tape. Just making pink shit tape. up. Pink tape. Okay. Oh. Pink tape. Pink tape mm. and um, Travis Scott's album were like the first two albums or songs from those albums that have gone like have gotten to the top of the charts this whole year there have been no other like hip-hop rap songs so people are like is is there a trend where by like, hip-hop rap or not but in general of the genre oh they have gone like number one and number two 
Um, I mean, yeah, I honestly yeah, I feel know. like most new music is trash. Fair enough. Not can't, all. Can't argue mm-hmm. that. I mean, obviously there are some good bops, but like thinking about new music, like what's the classic? Like what's the new classic? I can't really think of. Like I listened to it for like a year. You know? Right. Then I don't. What's the thing that's coming out that you're like, oh, I have to come back to this. Like I know I will always come back to this. Right. I don't know that I have anything like that right now. I you have to do the work. You have to like find the new artists and like take your time and listen. It's not, but they're not getting the like airtime. I don't think. Yeah, there was that was another thing I was seeing. I didn't save it, but it was like some record exec was saying like finding new artists now that aren't one hit wonders is like really tough to like develop Hmm. an artist um they were like uh, people like olivia rodrigo and ice spice have really been able to break through that um Mm -hmm. but other than that usually people come out with like two songs now and Mm. they don't see them again in terms of like a new artist yeah i'll be interested to see what's happening with all these new women in hip-hop to this same conversation that are coming out like even sexy red, will we be talking about her next year? I don't know, maybe. Cause I feel like I haven't heard much about Glorilla. About who? No. And everybody was on her. About Glorilla? Glorilla. Yeah, I know. I've been wondering what happened to her too. Um, and now, have you heard Stunner Girls' song yeah. with JT? That's crazy, to me. Wait, she had beef with JT? No, they have a song together. Oh. Oh. Didn't even hear it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stunner Girl, speaking of Zeus. Oh. That's crazy. I did hear about that, but oh. I didn't listen to it. Was it good? Kind of. You know better, you would have did better. Something, something, something in my pussy wetter. Wetter. Oh, Glorilla's wetter. on the remix? No, JT is on the remix of Stunner Girl's song. Stunner Girl is from Baddies. On Zeus. What does that have to do with Glorilla? Nothing. I'm not talking about her no more. I'm talking about who's going to sustain and that people are just popping up. Like, so many people keep getting songs. Okay. And now we have Stunner Girl. I never saw that one coming. I just feel old having this conversation. (laughs) Wait, can I play one thing? This comedian Mm -hmm. had an opinion about the sexy red stuff. I don't agree. This song should not have been scrutinized the way it was because if you listen to the lyrics, it's not even bad. It's a way worse song. Like Cardi B Wop. Look at my daughter listen to this Jason Aldean Try to go small town, then Cardi B Wop. Or that new song where she'd be like thugging with my rounds, my pink, my old brown. When y'all are when y'all are making it seem okay for our daughters uh to be thoughts. We are normalizing that behavior and over-sexualizing children with all these music videos. Think about that. Oh. You try to scrutinize Jason Aldean's song. Not oh, Jason Aldean. Jason Aldean. That's where he, he just lost in a small town. Damn, lost me, lost me, lost me. What? Where the fuck did that come from? Okay, is it my turn yet? It's your turn, child. And now, a word from our sponsors. Ladies, gentlemen, welcome to the colorful world of Skittles. Skittles brings you a jolt of five fruity flavors in every bite, giving you the chance to taste the rainbow like never before. 
Break free from the ordinary day-to-day with the help of Skittles Chewy Candy. Skittles is a must in my candy jar. Movie snack, even my secret to an afternoon pick-me-up. And I don't even care who knows it. Add a splash of joy to your day with Skittles. There's nothing better than fruity fun that tickles your taste buds. Taste the rainbow. Audible proudly celebrates 50 years of hip-hop, 50 years of culture that birthed the most prolific storytellers of our time. Respect the movement, respect the moment, celebrate storytellers. Hear brand new hip-hop memoirs, podcasts, and exclusive musical performances on Audible, free all summer long. Like new volumes from Audible's groundbreaking words and music series, including Snoop Dogg's From the Streets to the Suites, Yaslin Bay's A Dynamic Career in Communication, and Lil' Kim's The Audacity of Lil' Kim. DJ Drama's Gangsta Grills featuring the mixtape legend in conversation with hip-hop greats like 2 Chain, Lil Wayne, Wiz Khalifa, Jeezy, T.I., and Pharrell. Binge-worthy, audible original series like The Greatest Day that takes the listeners inside the making of hip-hop's greatest photograph. Double XL's magazine's iconic 1998 cover that saw over 100 of the day's greatest hip-hop artists assembled for one legendary image. Chuck D's Can You Dig It? about how a gang peace treaty in the Bronx set the stage for the rise of hip-hop culture. Or The Motherlode, featuring hip-hop heavies like MC Light and Angie Martinez, retracing the history and future of hip-hop through the lens of its most influential female contributors. Hear unforgettable hip-hop originals like these and more essential stories on Audible. Listen free. Go to audible.com slash forever. I love nature, but I don't like bugs. But I found a solution, STEM. Most bug problems are solved using conventional chemicals and pesticides, or not solved at all by ineffective formulas. STEM is different. Their formulas are powered by plant-based active ingredients, scientifically engineered into effective bug-fighting formulas. So you can fight bugs safely and effectively when used as directed. STEM products are available online through Amazon and in stores at big box retail stores, such as Walmart, Target, and even Dollar General or Walgreens. Get STEM today. And now we're back with more Black Girls Texting. This is great. You guys set me up really nicely. Thanks for the alley-oop. <laughs> so I don't know if this is a read, a reply. I think this is just a thought. I'm a mother this week. And by this week, I mean two days. I'm babysitting <laughs> my niece. And just being drama. She's seven. She's with her friend who's like 10. And being around her, I'm just like, where do you all hear these things and find these things? And I understand that it's just life and like other kids hear things and it's on TV and it's they're using all these different apps and they're on YouTube, but it's really wild. And Strangers. it makes me pull back and be like, am I like going too hard or am I like, not doing enough when it comes to some of the stuff she'll say because I'm like what is happening so far we have had a conversation around teen pregnancy really to which How she said up? because she said that her grandma was a teen mom because oh. she had 
her dad when she was 19. <laughs> oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm over here like, I'm over here thinking she's talking about 13 year olds getting pregnant. I'm like, right. And then exactly, how do you explain that to a seven? And then I'm like, well, yeah, yes, it is a teen pregnancy, but it's not like, you know, the girl in the eighth grade type thing. Um, we talked about Hot Girl Summer, mm. which she heard on a TV show. What and show? What TV show? That's, right. that's what I'm not understanding. That they said Hot Girl. I know. And see, that's She's, my point. She probably listened to um, Sexy Red, too. <laughs> <laughs> she knows who Ice Spice be, is. Which she's freaks on me out a little bit. She's on TikTok mm-hmm. or YouTube. Well, she's yeah. on Cap. The kids can also use CapCut. What the hell is CapCut? Well, CapCut Cap is the app edit. they use to edit TikTok videos. I mean, so but I guess like the TikTok the sounds are all there. be on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what did she say about Ice Spice? Well, in Roblox, people will make Roblox characters of Ice Spice. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ask her if she thinks Ice Spice is black? I did, and she said <laughs> she's mixed. <laughs> oh, I have thoughts on that too. Put a pin in it. So, race. So, um, her and this other little girl were like, "She's mixed," and I was like, "Okay." Um, and then she was like, "I can get sturdy," and started kind of like dropping it, like pop locking, dropping down. And my boyfriend was like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 chill, chill, chill." And then I was like, no, you chill, because she's a child. She's not busting it wide open. She literally thinks she's getting sturdy. And so, mm-hmm. like, it's, like, this weird place of, like, the adultification of kids, which we've talked mm-hmm. about many times, and, like, letting kids mm-hmm. be kids. But also there's a fine line because these kids are grown as hell. Right. She obviously saw that in a not-so-kid Well, she said the space. kids at school get sturdy, quote-unquote, and they – you know what? You know, and pop lock and drop it when the first drop, you like, poof, like you open your arms and drop. She said that was getting sturdy. No, girl. Yes, you don't know how to get sturdy. In adult context, or her friend did. But they're not doing that on Sesame Street. Even Gracie's Corner, they're not. No, popping no, 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 no. Right, right, right. And I mean, yeah, the fact, even knowing that dance and knowing that stuff. And then yeah. she's on the phone with her friends talking about da 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 is sus. This is cringe. I was mad. This. I was like, she says cringe all the Brooklyn. time. Cringe, she and it. she says, like, that's really not my aesthetic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of uh, So I really don't know. I really don't know. And then, I'm, and then I'm internally like, I don't want daughters. I don't want daughters. It's too much. It's too much. But then I have to be like, are you being weird? Like, am, like to myself, am I being weird? And even that man being like, you're raising your girls to be thoughts and sluts and it's like who raises someone to be a thought and a slut mm. well i believe yeah i don't know what you do in the house you're probably doing worse in the street <laughs> mm-hmm. not your niece she's still little but like i've been out and i've seen a bunch of teenage little girls with a camera set up and they're all bent over and I'm confused, and they're oh, obviously seen a TikTok actually. or a video, right. and they think that that's normal. Mm. Like, I'm all for, like, move your body, like, explore your body movements, but there's a way to do it when you're a child. Mm-hmm. I guess it's also, like, what does it mean to be a thought or a slut? Like, where's the fine line where, like, before it's, like, 
like, are we in this lady in the streets freaking the sheets mode? Are we like you're supposed to be all covered up? No, I'm talking. No, sorry, I'm talking about like once they get to a a grown age. Because I'm like talking about raising thoughts, but y'all be the first ones wanting to fuck a thought. So I'm Mm -hmm. so confused. Yeah, they do. Where's the disconnect? So it's like, is it this expectation that the the children are nuns and the and then the young girls are nuns and the young women are nuns and then they get married and then all of a sudden they're these like crazy freaks with just their man like. What are women supposed to do? Oh, do you mean like when should they start exploring their sexuality and like that? Yeah, and them? like what is the fine line of you saying that someone is a th- a thought or a slut? Like, mm. if women are told to be so demure, is that all they can be? They can't talk about sex. They can't like be show off their bodies. They can't be promiscuous. Like, and we have these conversations, right? This is just like in the mm-hmm. cultural zeitgeist. But the more and more I think about it from like child age of like whoa whoa that's too grown don't do that to then like all Suddenly of a sudden you do get grown you do get grown yeah what are we allowed to do or like what's acceptable like we hung out with leslie this weekend um from black beauty collective um shout outs to her we were in chicago and we were talking about like teenagers dating and at first i was like <gasps> no no absolutely not but then i was like i guess yeah like 16 17 if you like have your permission from your parents and all that stuff i guess that's fine right all right y'all it's time for the group chat chat. well what did you guys think about that um and just like that scene did Mm -hmm. we already talk about it i was gonna bring that up too i can't remember which scene um when charlotte's daughter comes spoiler alert charlotte's daughter comes home and she's like um mom dad i want to lose my virginity Mm-hmm, from what mm-hmm. I recall, Charlotte's daughter is like maybe like a senior or junior in high school. Seems mm-hmm. like she has her shit together. She's gonna get into a fabulous college, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and she's like, "Yeah, I've been with this boy like all year, and like we're re- we care about each other, and we're really ready to have sex and lose our virginity mm-hmm. together." So then Charlotte's obviously initially shocked, and then she has a conversation with her daughter, and she's like, "Okay, well, if you feel like you're ready." And you want to talk to me about it, like, I'm here. You know, kind of to open up that line of communication so it's better she comes to her mom versus a friend. But then it gets taken up a notch when there's a snowstorm and the daughter is with the boyfriend and it's the night where they're getting ready to lose their virginity to each other, but he doesn't have condoms. And she calls home to Charlotte and is like, mom, he doesn't have condoms. And he's afraid that if we go downstairs to the store to get condoms, the store clerk is going to tell his mom, can you bring us condoms? Would you guys go get the condoms for your child? And then Charlotte's like, no, I'm not your fucking condom getter. I'm not getting your condom. Yeah. Right. And then she says they're going to pull out. And she's like, okay, right. mom, um, well, I've you've done the research and the pull out method is 80%, you know, works so we'll do that say that i thought that was very manipulative but teenagers are demonic and terrible See, i don't know if i'm going to get my own problem i'm like i'm not having daughters so i don't care but then i'm like if my sons are just fucking all the girls who cares yeah, it doesn't That's matter daughter, son. 
Yeah. Wait, Je- Glenn, you're not going to get the condom? No, I'm like, I, in that specific scenario, like, damn, I'm going to get up and go get the damn condoms in the snow. Like, can y'all try again another time? But they're going to do it anyway, right? So I want to make sure they're safe. I think in my household, I would have condoms available. Like, when I lost my virginity, the the person I lost my virginity to, their brother gave them condoms. It wasn't their parent, but they had, like, an older brother in the house that was, like, old, like he was probably, like, our age. Um like, strap up. Yeah, like, and that's a real thing. <laughs> that's a real thing. Um, I, I, you know, there, there's a high chance that the teenager is gonna do it anyway. So I like that in this scenario, Charlotte's daughter was open with her, but I can't lie, that shit would make me uncomfortable. You know? Yeah. I was recently on a baby moon, and we were having a lot of conversations about like parenting scenarios like what we would do and i was the only one that said i would get the condoms everyone else was like fuck that i'm not getting no condoms and i was like well what if she fucking gets pregnant or gets a disease right Right. yeah because she's gonna do it anyways she's gonna do it and at least she came to me you know what the part that i that i also got stuck on was that he was afraid that that the store clerk was gonna tell his mom so like now charlotte is like facilitating their shit when he doesn't want to be open with his mom that there's a um conflict there but also i'm not in charge of his relationship with his mom i'm in charge of my relationship with my daughter imagine the mom y'all not fucking so bring your ass home no imagine the boy's mom calls charlotte like i heard that you're buying condoms for my son yeah i'm not buying condoms for your son i bought them for my daughter fair facts it the I, I left Glenn. the house empty for them to fuck. Mm, is is that? No, yeah, they were no, at the no. house. I know, oh. but just because the the house is open, if I told you you are not supposed to be having sex right now, you're not supposed to be having sex. And yeah, and, I, and I agree that that if the and young man, like the rules in his home, are that he's not supposed to be having sex, then like y'all not doing this. Now, if y'all really want to sneak and get wild, then that, that's your business. But, yeah, now I don't want to be in the middle of it because now I'm, to your point, Glenn, like facilitating something that's not supposed to be happening. But what I was going to say is if both, let's say they're 16, 17, they say they're, they want to do it, would you, like, meet with the other parents to be like, okay, so, like, our kids say they're having sex this weekend. Like, let's talk about it. Yeah, I would do that. I, I It depends on the relationship with the other parents. Or at least give a give them a call, you know? Like, listen, my daughter's saying this. I don't know what y'all have talked about in your household. Just, like, make everything clear. But then what if the... I mean, I guess... Yeah. Because I feel like then the kid is going to be like... Their parent is going to be like, you can't fucking see that little whore. And then oh. my kid is going to be like, Mom, literally, I'm never telling you anything again. And that's the end of our communicative relationship. Well, no, for me, it's understanding that, like, this is a mutual thing and both parents are okay with it. And in a dream mm-hmm. world, but most likely a- it's not going to be that the case. Most likely, like most parents that I am aware of, they're One's not okay like, and yeah, one isn't. sure, go ahead and have sex. Just use a condom. <laughs> Remember, sex ed was completely about abstinence. Yeah, mm-hmm. and what I feel like that's going to be different with our generation. Like, I mean, like, us now is, like, if, when we become parents, I think it'll look very different. 
I think it depends on the on the parent because, like I said, on this honeymoon, oh, a, right. lot, a lot of people, people were no. saying, "No, like you shouldn't be fucking having sex anywhere." And I'm not gonna make it easy for you. Like, have sex when you have your own place to have sex. You don't but have then, sex in my house or there. Oh, child, ain't nobody doing no, but, that. But then, places, put are they allowed to have girlfriends and boyfriends? People used to book hotel rooms. You said I did. Yes. Oh, you got money. So I had place to fuck. That's I brat. On yeah, Groupon, wow. girl. Groupon bookings. Not Groupon. But wait, Groupon with, were they comfortable with the kids having, being boyfriend and girlfriend in high school? Um, I think so. Because if you but did I think that, everyone assumes it's like cutesy, like, oh, they're hug- holding Not hands. when their hormones <laughs> are probably at like raging high and that's like when everything's happening to their bodies. Well, you guys know the story of when I was supposed to go to <clears throat> Packer prom and the after party is always like someone's house in the Hamptons and everyone leaves the prom. And my boyfriend at the time, his father literally called my mother, like begging her to let me go to this after party. No. And my mother was like, you have a cock and I have a hen. She's <laughs> not going. And oh, my I mom kind of loved that. My mother picked me up after the backer prom, and it was I was so embarrassed because everyone else got into a limo and went to the Hamptons. I already told you, that's a that's a chop for me. That would not be happening. But that's because I know what them little children be doing. That's a chop. That's a big chop. Now, if y'all want to do a little after party in the same city, sure. But you're not leaving they and going. They in the same city too, girl. No, but you're not leaving and going to the Hamptons unsupervised. See, I would be so idea- mad to deprive my kid of that. Like, I would, I, cause I, I mean, that would be a memory you would have forever. So I'm not saying no to that. But I probably would have lost my virginity. Probably. I mean, the, the dad calling your mom begging is crazy. Like, that's crazy. That's crazy. Well, maybe he like, was I trying to decide like, that my kid's going to go maybe and I'm giving my daughter condoms. No, no, that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm saying it's a mutual understanding between... Oh, my parents said it's okay. My parents said it's okay. And in an ideal world, if you guys were dating, we know each other. Yeah, but what yeah. I'm saying is you risk the other parent being like, hell no. And now I know that's what you on? Oh, oh. my kid's not going to be around your kid. But then that's and fine. now my kid is like, damn, I can't fucking tell you anything. But they're going to see each other anyway. You, and you went to the and parents. it becomes dramatic. I didn't no, ask I think to go it involve needs someone to be, else's parents. I want to know if you're telling me I'm losing my virginity to John. Are John's parents okay with that? Yeah. Oh, really? Because I'm gonna call him and check. Oh, okay. Wait, what wait, is no, she no, 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 what if you get caught then what? In my credit card and be like, maybe you should just get a room. Oh, hell no. I can't facilitate oh that, that deeply. can't facilitate that deeply. Yeah, but, but also, where are they going to go? Like, oh right. my God. They're going to go in the park and suck dick, and then someone oh, might God. go to jail. I sucked a lot of dick in the park, and I was Oh, God. Fine. God willing. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait for my two baby boys who are going to be angels sent from heaven. Mm. They're not going to do nothing. 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 Just but like also remember nothing. just like that with um, 
the boy, the son, and the white girl who's all over the son, and she was like, oh, I hated that. Oh, not you in my closet trying on my bags, taking pictures for Instagram. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my house now. That was too good. Oh. That was too good. That was too, too mm, good. Mm, mm. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, that went a lot of places. But, yeah, it's been making me think a lot. I mean, again, it was one day, and my boyfriend and I were like, wow, that's a lot. It's a lot. Children, they just talk and have needs <laughs> all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doesn't stop. So, yeah, some good old living, breathing birth control has been in the Correct. building, and I am popping my pills. Pop them pills. Oh, popping my no. No. He was, I was like trying to kiss, and he was like, no, stop. Shh, shh, shh. You're trying to kiss in front of her? Yeah, what the hell? Well, people say you're supposed to kiss in front of your, you're supposed to show affection in front of. Like your kids, but not like make out. Not make no, out. Making but like a little out. hug, a little peck. People should they should, kids should see hug. like loving stuff like that. And you she, know? So she goes to school and she's like, "I saw my auntie doing this. You want to try it?" <laughs> Wait, oh god. She sees it on anything, on everything. <sighs> yeah, my kids will be watching Sesame Street till they're in middle school that's what i'm uh, saying i'm like we just gotta hide everything hide it all yeah. now i and understand the um, holding hands the amish i get the amish well kimberly nicole foster uh she's pretty active on clubhouse and also on twitter she made a tweet and it said as a millennial we got a ton of quote-unquote pregnancy is the worst thing that can happen messaging Mm-hmm. And that's why we're 35 with no kids. Oh. <laughs> I thought that oh was interesting. God. Is that I think tea? there's a lot of levels to that, but. I think that's tea. Maybe. Like, they're not, they never made it seem like it was, like, fun. They just made it seem like you have to be very, very ready. Yeah, and it's going to change know? your whole life. Everything mm-hmm. fun and amazing about your life is done. I think that's accurate, and I think you should hold off as long as you can. <laughs> I'm, hitting, I'm trying to hit these just three on the geriatric pregnancies. What'd you say? Then we're going to be making these bo- boiled egg babies. <laughs> Fine. Fine by me. <laughs> Fine by me. I want to be nice and patient, have great health insurance. And money. And then we can talk. These kids are expensive. This little girl was like, oh, I want a pizza. I want this. I want that. Didn't eat shit. Then she was like, I want a donut. Took her to the well, donut shop. And no. she, like, she was like, oh, I don't want these donuts. And I was like, yeah. but you <laughs> said you wanted a donut. No, I don't want a donut anymore. Okay, we get Mm-mm. in the car. Wait, we just passed Dunkin' Donuts. I said, like, you're not going to I bet she don't do that with her mom. She's like, I'm no, she does. She was over here like, well, my mom, we go to Starbucks, and I get that little frappuccino. I said, we're not going to Starbucks. I was like, we're not doing any of that. But I'm like, now I see why our parents were tripping when you was throwing away food and doing mm-hmm. all type of shit. Because it's like, they just, just spend money and just don't 
even care. Don't even care, child. Um, oh. It's a solo, so can we just talk about random stuff? Yeah, did you know anything else, Shadow? I was going to go into our black girl doing shit, if that's all right with you all. Okay. My good sis, that's a black girl doing shit. Mm-hmm. Um, our good sis, Shakari Richardson. Yes. Yes. I was in the world. excited. Yes. She beat the Jamaicans. Made history, <laughs> which is so exciting to see her come back from everything she went through. Was it just last year? I think so. If not the year was prior. Was it? The last two years. Maybe the year prior. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's super talented. She said this quote that I wish I pulled up, but um, she said, like, the world has treated her well and the world has not treated her so well, and mm-hmm. she's just kind of, like, living. And I think that, you know, in some ways, maybe everything happens for a reason. I hate that what happened to her happened to her, but to see her come back like this and have such a huge accomplishment is amazing and just speaks to how black people are perseverant, and she, that didn't stop her from like pursuing her goals and I just love that for her. And she looked beautiful and just I love it. Yeah, love it was it. super beautiful. So great redemption story. Example of like people mm-hmm. are human, but just because you somebody said something like our crowns may tilt but they never fall or some something like that. Or they could fall, it could pick mm-hmm. back up, whatever. Um and it was also dope to right. see all those other women celebrating her, all those other black women specifically coming to hug her afterwards. Oh, it was so beautiful. Like that really was amazing. She girl. really did that. Ugh, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Proud. Um, I don't know if anyone's hotline is blinging. No. I'm trying to go to Fire Island and we're organizing with like twenty people. That's about it. Oh Jesus. And I just said, take me out of the chat. <laughs> <laughs> mute the chat. Just mute it. Mute it. Mute up. I was like, get somebody else to do it. I don't want to. I don't want to organize anymore. What would you do? Um, I watched an interview with um Vazoma. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And in the interview, she was talking about how, with one of her pregnancies. Um, the doctor turned to her husband and was like, the baby or your wife? And he picked his wife. And she was, like, pissed off about it. Wait, what? Wait. Did you guys see the interview? She was pissed off. I thought she... She was upset with him that he chose her. Her. And not the baby. Oh, I have seen that clip everywhere, but I didn't actually watch it. Why was she upset? Oh, here, I'll just play the, um, play a clip. Blood pressure's going up, and I'm delirious, and the doctor says... You know, there's only one choice here. You save her or you save the baby. Which one is it? And Peter says, we'll save my wife. And I was pissed. Because, again, the whatever that thing is that clicked in my head that said protect the life that is coming first. I was like, no, you should have chosen one. I've already lived. I've already lived. You should have chosen her. You said that to me? It was the beginning of the some of the big factors in our relationship. I thought that was very interesting because for me, the choice is very clear. I Save me. Like, I feel like this interview, though, there, it's very layered because I've seen, I've seen um, bits and pieces and people's little, like, think piece writings that she talked mm-hmm. a lot about, like, 
this culture of working really hard and she believes that that caused her to have issues in her marriage. I don't know if she's still married. Um, I don't think so. I think it, she also alludes to it like causing her to lose her child. So mm. I think she has a lot, a lot yeah. going on. Less about her and just about the situation. In of, yeah. I really cannot say. I have no idea. I'm so sorry. I was looking for the what would you do. I don't know what is happening. What was that? (laughs) She was going to die, and her husband chose her instead of the baby. And she said she was like, save your wife or save the baby. Oh, shit. I like thinking about scenarios because. Yeah, very dark. But sure. Fuck. Yeah, but real life. I think I'll you might not be him. in a state to talk. I think I want to be saved. Oh, you mean with your partner, not just like in life. Yeah. No, I no, think no. I want to be like, saved and we can try again and hopefully do it yeah, together. I thought you were like, I just like asking my friends. You would want to be saved, right, Glenn? I think I want to be saved and then we try again or we have to adopt. Yeah. So that we can like go on the parenthood journey together, we probably would be in we would be in mourning yeah. forever, and it would, it's a very right, difficult decision. But then also, she's like, I've already lived. But then this person, this kid, well, the kid never knew, would never know the mom. But then the kid grows up with no mom. There's just right. The dad the might always like, be in a state state of grief over losing the wife. Right. There's just a lot. Yes, ma'am. I'm going yeah, to I have, I have no. All those things, but then all the other sides of it too, right? So I, it's hard. It's hard for me to say, but I guess that's like a makeshift. What would you do? I do want to get to the Geneva no, one, but it's a little, little bit longer. So I feel like we should come back to it next week. Um, but oh, okay. everyone, join our Geneva. It should yeah. be in our link tree, and we have a good time. We we shoot the shit on shows and real life. What would you do situations? So better get on in there and chelsea do you want to take us out yeah um i just also have to say because i feel like that was kind of rushed um that's obviously a very sensitive situation and probably tough for anyone who has been in it but yeah we've definitely had that conversation um okay Thanks for listening. This is Black Girls Texting. We are Black Girls Texting on every platform. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks again for listening to Black Girls Texting. Make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you listen and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Oh, and don't forget to text every group chat you're in and tell them to check us out. Follow your girls at Black Girls Texting. And we'll see you next week. Bye. This Black Girls Texting episode was brought to you by STEM. Check out STEM if you're looking for bug killers and repellents that contain plant-based active ingredients and are entomologist tested. STEM products are available online through Amazon and in stores at big box retail stores such as Walmart, Target, and even Dollar General or Walgreens.